Hi, everybody, and welcome to John Hennigan's Old Time Radio Show. So glad you could join us. It's going to be really terrific. we got some really wacky, zany old records for you tonight. Boy, oh boy. It's, it's going to be a swell time. <laughs> August 14th, 2017. That is yours truly, Arkram, playing Boom Samor on the ukulele. Baritone ukulele, actually. And why were you playing that on the ukulele? Does it have anything to do with today's theme, is what I'm asking. Well, I thought I would just like play a bunch of ukulele tunes. <laughs> that wouldn't be bad. But no, we were going to play some old some ukulele records, yeah. various bands with ukuleles in them. Right. Uh, like that. Unfortunately, there's not a whole lot of really nice ukulele solos on 78. No. So only a few. I only have one, I think. Uh, what's the one you're thinking of? The Johnny Marvin one. Yeah. Yeah, that's, you know, that's a great solo. You said you have a Hawaiian one. Uh, yeah. Who's Dam that? Damachado. Yeah, I don't, I don't have that. Never heard it. Oh yeah, you played it for me. That's right, your house. You played it for me. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna play that. And okay. Some other interesting things that I think uh, people, you know, for the most part, probably haven't heard. And even if they did have heard them, there's such a nutty ukulele craze going on right now that they should hear them. Yeah, learn how to play your ukulele proper. You know, that's right. Uh, not just that, but there's so many great. Uh, you know, like a lot of people you see now who are doing like old. Uh, you know, whatever you want to call old-time music. You see him playing, like, you know, strumming a ukulele, doing a nice old uh, classic, like, pop song, and just kind of strumming it straight down. And yeah. uh, on tonight's show, we're going to hear a lot of great examples of kind of virtuoso ukulele players. Yeah, as well as some that are just strumming be behind other instruments. Oh, yeah, some of absolutely. that too. I mean, I wasn't yeah, really trying to imply there's anything wrong with that. But there's, you know... <laughs> 
And there's, there's Ukulele Ike. Ukulele Ike who is actually not a great ukulele player. <clears throat> he's a great singer, but yeah, but he's got like a really great kind of style and feel that kind of goes along with those yeah. tunes. Yeah, but there's I don't know of any records where he actually plays any kind of tour de force ukulele solos. You know, no. No, he's, he's like strumming, that. but he's pretty rhythmical yeah. and oh, yeah, high he's, energy, and he's it kind of suits the song. Sure, you know, good, very strong rhythm. Actually. But he's just like a straight uh, accompanist to himself. You know? Yeah, nothing super flashy. Yeah, not like uh, Jim and Bob or anything like that. <laughs> or Johnny Marvin or yeah. the, the great Benny Nawahi. Yeah, one of the greatest yeah. instrumentalists ever, of course. Yeah, on Hawaiian guitar and ukulele. Yeah. Well, we should start out with some Hawaiian ukulele playing, because that's where it originates. Okay, where do you want to start? Let's start with Jim and Bob. Okay, well, can't get too much better than this. So we'll start with a bang. Sweet Georgia Brown by Jim and Bob. This is a record that turns up periodically. I don't know how, you know. Yeah? Well, yeah of course, everybody in the Hawaiian, you know, collecting genre knows about it, but surprised other people don't go for it. It's such an amazing record. I, I can't believe you would have old records in this period and not have this one in your collection if you well, could. I looked for it for 20 years and never found it until you came up with a spare copy for me. A duplicate, yeah. yeah. I, I've seen it a bunch of times since then. Yeah, that. really? Yeah, huh. it's weird. Hmm. It's like Piece like that was played. Well, that's a pretty good record. 
<laughs> that is unbelievable. That takes some practice to play like that. Yep. You gotta sit there all day and practice. There's uh, where I used to take lessons when I was a kid. Johnny Sapsas Music Studio had a sign on the wall when you were leaving. It said the three things you have to do to get good on your instrument: practice, practice, practice. He wasn't wrong. Yeah. That's it. You know, people take lessons and stuff, but mostly it's about practicing. Yeah, you just gotta play all the time. Yeah. And here's uh, my copy of My Girlfriend's South Sea Isles oh, by so great. Benny Nawahi. Yeah. It's kind of noisy, but best we can hope for from my collection. What can you do? I hear someone coming. I hear the patter of little feet. Yeah. Oh, there she is. Hello. There she is. It's so cold in here. Eden has come to join us. So cold in here. Oh, you guys God. recording? We're recording. The central scrutinizer. <laughs> but, um, is that from Frank Zappa? Yeah. <laughs> but we don't know how long Eden will stay, but she comes and goes. That's yeah. all right. She's like the wind. I'm gonna stay. <laughs> is, is that from Dirty Dancing? She's like the restless wind. I like John's popular culture quote since I got here. Yeah, um, to wander. Yeah. She's a wandering guy. She's a wayward wind. No, I'm just trying to get internet in the other room. <laughs> what? I just go to get internet in the other room. Oh, that, that's uh, why you leave. Yeah. You need your fix of the internet. Okay. That's why you never hear for more than like 15 minutes at a time. Well, sometimes I run into Indian. We talk. Some may call it gossip or shit talking, but it's just chatting. Hey, here's a girl from South Sea Isle. <laughs> Down in the South Sea Islands Her hair is brown And eyes roll round And she'll greet you with a smile And when she says Balula They do the hula That's the only place for me How happy I will be Cause I've got a gal named Pilipopo She's the queen of the South Sea Isles. She's the kind that says you wild. She's always wears a smile. I keep an eye on Bela Poo Poo. For sometimes she likes to flirt. Especially when she wears a native skirt. And all the boys follow her around. Oh, when she starts to wiggle. They start to giggle, she'll put you in the trance with the South Sea dance. Cause I've got a gal named Bela Poo she's the queen of the South Sea
to the steel and went back to the uke. That's right. He puts the ukulele down, picks up the steel guitar, then he puts that down and picks the ukulele back up again toward the end. Yeah, it's great. Twas a delight. You like that? Twas. Twas a delight. Good music, right? After all this crazy sheep herding music, you're you're back on board (laughs) with the show? Yeah, I mean, I like the other stuff, but I I can't... I've got to give the people a break, too, you know. Did I ever tell you about when Armstrong and I went to meet Benny Nawahi in Los Angeles? You're talking about one of my favorite Hawaiian steel players from the Cheap Seat Serenaders, Robert Armstrong. Right. Yeah, go ahead. And a great artist. Somehow. And a great artist and a great guy. Yeah. And he found where Benny Nawahi was living, so he went to see him. He's living in this little humble, one of those little courts in L.A., you know, those little tiny apartments that are... Yeah. And, uh, you know, we... When we really wanted to ask him about the old days of Hawaiian music and everything, all he wanted to talk about was how he swam to, to <laughs> Catalina <laughs> Island. I do remember this story. <laughs> and, and one that set the world's record for, you know, swimming there and back or the shortest amount of time or something. It's all he wanted. He's real proud of that. And he did that in 1948. He did, oh, my God. So he'd given up playing music in, like, the early 40s. He just gave up on it. And didn't you guys try to talk to him about old Hawaiian bands and stuff? Yeah, you should ask him who's real these, dismissive? Those, those Grey Gull records with you and what's... Oh, I don't remember. so far long ago. But son of a gun, when I, when I swam to Catalina, it was like... The <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of Son disappointing. of a gun. I don't know if it was you or Armstrong or someone told me that they specifically asked him. We're trying to get like different, like, did you know this band and that band? Yeah. And asked him if he knew the Waikiki Stonewall Boys. Right. Was that yeah. you who told me that? I don't remember exactly, but I think. He... Well, well, it must have been Bob who told me, but he said that, like, he said, like, well, did you ever know any of these bands, like the Waikiki Stonewall Boys? And he said, yeah, I, I knew him. There were a bunch of guys from Waikiki and played in front of a stone wall. They didn't even have a gig. No, it was really, you know, Hawaiian music wasn't really that big, you know. It was hard to get it. Kind of tell him yeah. how, like, terrible the, yeah, you know. Yeah, he said that, I guess it was him that told us there was all these bands playing on the beaches there. Yeah, that's right. And, he said uh, all the bands played on the beach. And he said the Waikiki Stone Wall Boys played on a beach. By a stone wall. Right. So they were called the Stone Wall Boys. Right. And then at some point, uh, the, the two big hotels started to... Hire some of them. Right, so there right. were lots of bands that they were all over the place. Yeah, probably everybody played music. Yeah, they just kind of played and for no, nickels and wines to, for were tourists. Really poor people. So yeah, that's right. You know, nobody was paying for music. They were just playing. Yeah, yeah, that's right. On the beach. The know, Waikiki Hilton Hotel boys. Well, you know, that's what it would have been today. And there was probably a little bit of that where the, you know whatever tourists were there, they were well, trying Johnny to get some tips from and stuff. Johnny Noble was a guy. I think he worked at. One of those big, ho- the Moana Hotel. Right. I mean, he was a guy that wasn't a musician, really. No, he was a, uh, what do you call it, impresario. Right. 
But he was a real businessman. I mean, yeah. he had his own publishing company and oh, yeah, took in all these bands and recorded them under his name. Like That's he was right. the band leader, but he wasn't a musician. He wasn't an arranger, as far as I could tell. I don't think he knew anything about music, but no. he credited himself for everything. <laughs> so it goes. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Let's listen to one more Hawaiian record. Okay. One more, then what? Then other ukulele records. This is Kanui and Lula. Oh, yeah. I guess it's Lula playing the ukulele. Yeah, she played the ukulele, a husband and wife uh, act. Yeah. And they also had a band with them sometimes, but these yeah. records are great, oh. just the two of them. It sounds like us. On a, I have Little Grass Shack by them, and, and I think there's two Hawaiian guitars on that one. Yeah, that's one of the ones with more people on yeah. them. Yeah. I think these are guys recorded in Paris, I think. Yeah, that's what you said, right, for Odeon. I think so, yeah. Excellent. 
That one. Yeah. Ooh, this is so good. Yeah. The guitar player is Oscar Aliman. The ukulele player is a guy named G.B. Lobo. Actually, it's Argentinian. Aliman's Argentinian, and, but Lobo is Brazilian. <laughs> That was a ukulele played with a flat pick. Was it? Yeah, he's ah, pick, yeah. picking huh. it. Yeah. Oh, interesting you noticed that. Huh. Huh. That was good. Yeah, really nice. That sounded it's beautiful. Beautiful, too. Played with a flat pick. Okay. I'm going to take a picture of that label, even though I have it. But just so you have it? Yeah. All yeah. right. I have all these labels. You do? Yeah. Where'd you get those from? I can't Did you get them from Rudy Suzunik? Yeah, I got them all from Rudy. Yeah, years ago. I did. Oh, yeah. That's where I got all of mine, too. From yeah, but you, you actually went there. Yeah, yeah. multiples of them. Yeah, I got mine on the internets. Where is he? He's in uh, Argentina. Buenos Aires. Buenos Aires. Buenos Aires. Yeah. 
Let's hear it. This is a, a cowboy singer, Mark Williams. Oh, yeah. And he plays a very subdued ukulele as he sings this ballad, Sioux Indians. Okay, great. Hmm. It's like late 20s. I don't. I know Mark Williams, but I don't know this record. Oh, very exciting. Because he also did later on Decca with a guitar. Oh, okay. You have that one, the Sioux Yeah, I have the, I have the Decca, yeah. This is the only record he plays ukulele on. I don't know why. Wow. I wonder if there wasn't much, you know, I wonder if they kind of shied away from ukulele at these sessions. I'll sing you a song, though it may be a sad one, of trials and troubles where first they begun. I left my dear kindred, my friends and my home. Across the wild deserts and mountains to roam I crossed the Missouri and joined a large train Which bore us for mountains and valley and plain And often of evening Out hunting we'd go To shoot the fleet antelope and wild buffalo we heard of Sioux Indians all out on the plains, a killing poor drivers and burning their trains, a killing poor drivers with arrows and bows. When captured by Indians, no mercy they show. We traveled three weeks till we came to the Platte and pitched out our tents. At the end of the flat, we made down our blankets on the green grassy ground, while our horses and mules were a-grazing around. While taking refreshment, we heard a low yell, the hoop of Sioux Indians coming up from the dell. We sprang to our rifles with a flash in each eye. Boys said, our brave leader, we'll fight till we die. They made a bold dash and came near to our train. And the arrows fell round us like hail and like rain. But with our long rifles, we fed them cold lead till many a brave warrior around us lay dead. We shot their bold chief at the head of his band. He died like a warrior with a gun in his hand. When they saw their bold chief lying dead in his gore, they hooped and they yelled and we saw them no more. With our small band there were just 24. And thus two Indians, 500 or more, we fought them with courage, we spoke not a word, till the end of the battle was all that was heard. We hitched up our horses and started our train, three more bloody battles, this trip on the plain, and in our last battle, Three of our brave boys fell, and we left them to rest in the green shady dell. Wow. They're clapping. <laughs> That's what it sounded like. 
That was great. Matter of applause. So, you know, first it sounded so off and strange with that ukulele, and then I just bought right into it, you know. <laughs> when of course you could hear that with a guitar. Ah, I'll, I like I'll get a picture thing. of that one. You like that one? Yeah. Really beautiful storytelling cowboy tune. Yeah, I first heard that Nevins, he had that. Oh, really? See, like, I, I would never be able to tell whether that was a record that Nevins would like or not. I could see him, like, throwing that out or loving it, you know? I think it was indifferent to it. He just had it. Because like, huh. I asked, I, I'd seen the title and I'd read this book about the Sioux Indians. I was like, you know that record, Sioux Indians? So yeah, I have that. Cool. I played Willie the Weeper on the other side, also with ukulele. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Yeah. All right, so I thought I'd play a record <coughs> from my collection, which I can only do because I happen to have it digitized in my computer here. Huh. But since we're doing a ukulele show, I thought it was worth uh, doing a couple of these because, well, I, I want to get your reaction to this, but I, I think this is a really great record. This yeah. female blues singer named Elizabeth Smith accompanies uh, herself with ukulele recorded 1926 hmm. and uh it's called no sooner I, did, I just thought it was a really pretty record going nice after that mark williams is it, is record. It victor victor yeah yeah okay Here we let's go. check it out No sooner than he got my last 
<laughs> Great. Nice, right? Great. I love that. Great team. That ukulele had a kind of unique sound quality. It might have been some kind of eccentric designed ukulele, you know? It's yeah. Like, who knows? It was high pitch. Could have been a banjo uke, but it didn't sound exactly like a banjo uke. No. Who knows? Could have just been some weird yeah. off mic some sound or some weird. homemade instrument. It's an oddball instrument. Yeah. yeah. They made all kinds of odd string instruments in that period, yeah. all kinds of variations octachords and things she sounded great playing it oh yeah it was great nice voice tune. was great everything was good Eden, are you picking up some tips for your own ukulele playing from this nah I'm done with that crap <laughs> I mean it's not like I play Hawaiian ukulele anyway. what are you going to do if you're done with that I just play it crap? like a guitar so I might as well just play guitar and then John could do more Tweedly deedlies and I could do more drumbleys and yeah. I could still play the stringy paddle. <laughs> so you're in the process of transitioning from ukulele to guitar then? Yeah, but I'd like to play both. I like the uke. I just know you know, I don't play Hawaiian Well of course not, but I just play it like a guitar, I mean I don't know. Maybe sometimes the strumming accidentally sounds vaguely Hawaiian or something. But I don't think so. You don't do Hawaiian, but you do a lot of interesting, like uh, single note work that I never really heard anybody do on ukulele. Tweedledees. If that's what you want to call it, tweedledees. <laughs> it yeah. It's not a uke. It's a stringy paddle. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I would still play the ukulele, and I, I like doing leads on it. But it, it's like a novelty kind of. But it sounds cool. It sounds different, of course. Yeah. Than lead see. on a guitar, so it's. Kind of cool. I like stuff on the ukulele. Like I learned, you know, I want to learn to play. Uh, uh, what's that one? Dream a little dream of me. Stuff like that. Huh. Yeah. Sounds really yeah. nice on a uke. That would be good on a uke. Yeah. It's kind of complicated chords. Yeah. In it. Tis, and tis. So like stuff. I like to learn that just for fun and. More like pop songs. <sighs> Popular songs. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Or you know, just any song that sounds good on you. It's so trendy now. It's 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 really irritating. Ukulele's trendy. Yeah. I like that trend. That's a good trend. The ukulele. But they're doing like Lady Gaga on the ukulele, and it's just because it's a four-stringed instrument, easy to learn three chords, and that's what her songs are. So it's. But that's kind of always what the ukulele was meant to be. You know, people just played the popular music of the day on it. Miley Cyrus and. Yeah, in winters there's a ukulele band of all these middle-aged ladies that I know there in California from where we used to live there. And uh, one day I got together when they just played Beatles songs. On yeah, the yeah. <laughs> oh, that festival we go to and sometimes we went to in Dublin was a little like that. But also there was great people, great ukulele players there. That uke fest. Yeah, huh. ukulele. Oh, yeah. There was, yeah. but just for fun, for so everyone could play equally at the end. They would do like Beatles songs and stuff. Oh yeah. Really yeah. drunk at like four in the morning. <laughs> oh, yeah. But then when the, the actual show, like there's, we met some really great yeah. people there. Well, oh, like ukulele off and lonesome day. Yeah, those guys are right? great. Those guys were yeah. great. And yeah. that guy Andy, yeah, there's so many good people Andy there. Andy Eastwood, yeah. Yeah. It's really good. He's like a does like a George Formby type routine but he's really good there's a lot of really good nice and all these guys nice who people. kind of were doing like cheap suit serenaders yeah sets, they you were know? we definitely got the like, vibe you know yeah. you started it all yeah. strumming your little banjo yeah. someone gave me the <laughs> movie the, the movie the script that they wanted have. Robert to be and I forget I forgot about yeah. it 
Right. I played the banjo yeah. uke for 10 years before I graduated to a real banjo. Yeah. So, yeah. I influenced a lot of people, got people into old-time music. But you play, you play mandolin, you play accordion, you play piano. Guitar. Guitar. I kind of fake my way through on all those instruments. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's I good. heard you play piano pretty well. Strap cymbals to your knees, it sounds great. <laughs> Bells. Right. <laughs> Cowbell. <laughs> I don't know. What's your Red Onion Joe Linscombe? No, oh, boy. Humming Blues. One of the uh, greatest. Like and you, you have this song, Champion, right? Did we do this song? Song. Joe Linthcomb, man, if that if you don't like that record, Something just wrong. end it. Red right Onion Joe and his uke. Yeah. I need that record, champion. You don't have Humming Blues? I do, but I have like a slider, uh, slightly later issue of it on a label that 
It's not exotic as that original no. champion, 15,000. Yeah, I think the varsity uh, dub, probably. I don't know about that. Hard to tell. But in so any you case. you have that record, but you want a more exotic copy. I want it on champion. Cuckoo, cuckoo, like cuckoo. Original label. Original label. Original label. Don't fault me for that. Don't fault me for that. But then what would you do with the other one? Other copy. Sell it. Give it. Trade it. Yeah. Okay, now we got to listen to uh, Cliff Edwards. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that guy was probably impersonating, right? One way or the other. I mean, it's hard to know. I, it's I, hard to know, yeah. I think he seems to be the guy, ukulele like that originated that, what do they call it, Ethan style of singing. Well, as far as recording is concerned, yeah, we don't he, know. He did, but who knows what know. came first. And yeah. he's just a guy from Ohio, a white guy, Cliff Edwards, and where he picked up that style of his. He's. Seems very original, but who knows? He ended up doing the the voice of Jimmy Cricket and what drinking himself to so death. Famous. Yeah. Well, he he lived into the. I heard an interview with him on, on somebody had taped from the '60s. He was in like the oh, really? old lived that long? entertainer's home or something in Los Angeles. Oh, wow. but he I want to go to the old shot. Yeah. Shot. Lived a rough life, right? Didn't he drank excessively and you know, got a lot of trouble with women and divorces and alimony and he ended up broke little known fact this is the first 78 john owned because he was such a big guy yeah. in the 20s that's that right he, really yeah my ex-boyfriend uh shane really nice guy uh he broke me he was dumpster diving uh, the flea market that in new york city on avenue there used to be this cool flea market and these people are trying to sell these 78s and whatever doesn't sell they just dump it on the corner garbage and he grabbed a bunch and uh huh I, wow. I, he Incredible. said, did John want any of these? So I talked to John and John's like, yeah, I'll take this, you know, ukulele one. John listened to it and he's like, ah, this is so, this, he just found this on the street and wonder what else is out there. And then the rest is history. Now here we are. He wants not one, but two copies of Hummin' Blues. <laughs> yeah, he's gr- got greedy. Yeah. Not enough to have one. Well, I'll probably never find that. Uh, Red Onion Joe and his uke. I've never seen a copy of that for oh, auction yeah. ever. Do you know how many copies out there are? Can't be many. I have no idea. A champion. No idea. I've got probably a two or three kind of deal. I got my copy from Bob Brosman. Oh, really? Yeah, he found it somewhere. California. He w- wasn't interested in it? He kind of liked it. I I traded in my varsity copy. I said, look what, what better condition my varsity copy's in. It's much cleaner. I'll give it to Because I, I like original labels. He said, okay. Wow. Good deal. Good deal. He said, why would you want a copy in lesser condition? I don't get it. I don't understand that. <laughs> <laughs> Not a 78 collector. Right. But he later became a fanatic. That was right when he first started. And later became real fanatic, mostly about Hawaiian records. Got a great collection of Hawaiian records together. I don't know what happened to his collection since he died. Anyway, here's Cliff Edwards doing Red Hot Mama. Okay, cool. Red hot mama, 
Red Hot Mama, you're the one I need. Red Hot Mama, you're some charmer. Yes, indeed. I claim that you should be in the follies, the Zigfell follies. Every time I look at you, I have to holler hot tamales. I confess that you possess the sweetest love in town. And unless I miss my guess, the boys all follow you around. You went to the North Pole, couldn't stay. You melted all the ice and snow away. Red Hot Mama, Red Hot Mama, you're the gal I need. Cliff Edwards. It's great. It's just, you know, what a great singer, great He became hugely popular in that period, mid-20s. Yeah, he made a lot of records. Kind of ruined his life, actually, his popularity. Happens to a lot of people, I guess. Yeah. So next I thought I'd play a record by this guy, Art Fowler, who's kind of in that same uh, genre. You know, double entendre kind of songs, just ukulele and him. Obscurity. Yeah, and he's a little more of a sophisticated ukulele player. This one's called No Wonder She's a Blushing Bride. What you? I don't know. Hmm. I have to edit that part out. It's acoustic, probably. Yeah. So it's probably... It's not perfect, just like uh, Cliff Edwards. 1924, 25, somewhere in there. Around the corner, everything is gay. Mary Bell and Jackie Horner, tis their wedding day. See the bride walk down the aisle, how her cheeks do flush. If you knew her like I do, you'd say she ought to blush. See the bride hide her eyes, she knows everybody's wise. No wonder she's a blushing bride. Every boy in every pew knows how she can bill and coo. No wonder she's a blushing bride. 
preacher reads the service while the organ plays. He gets kind of nervous. He knew her in his younger days. Seven daddies, so they say, have come to give this bride away. No wonder she's a blushing bride. Watch her shake, she knows she's got a lucky break. No wonder she's a blushing bride. I hear someone laughing, well it's no time for that. Maybe that's what you think, but you don't know what they're laughing at. There's her former husband there, there's two others over there. No wonder she's a blushing bride. Now you can see, if you search, all her boyfriends in the church, no wonder she's a blushing bride. There is Tom and Dick and Bill, she gave all of them a thrill, no wonder she's a blushing bride. There is Jimmy Johnson, one of those she knew, he could give the bridegroom some inside information too. She knows what he knows right well, she only hopes that he won't tell, no wonder she's a blushing bride. Great. Wow. <laughs> Good record, I resemble right? that. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, find me a copy, that's great. I will, I will. Art Fowler, who knew? Yeah. Who knew? Of course, now they're all going to be looking for that. Well, uh, just, this show's probably not going to air for like a year, so I got a year to find oh, it. Jeez, a year. That—that's how many I got in the can. Wow. Wow. I, I just put out one a month. That sounds electric to me, though. Yeah, you're probably right. Probably is electric. Yeah. yeah. Do you, how many not did he make? You have any idea how many others there are by him? I have no idea. Don't know anything about him really. Art Fowler. Yeah. Never heard of him. Let's hear Johnny Marvin's Memphis Blues. Oh, so good. You turned me on to this and was able to find a E-plus copy fairly easily. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not rare. Yeah, I mean, he was pretty popular, you know. Thank you. 
That's a nice record. Yeah, it's one of the few like, ukulele solos that you know, must be mostly vocal. Yeah. Let's hear the pebbles. Oh, yeah, it's great. I assume you're saving Tiny Tim till last, the best for last. No, no <laughs> Tiny Tim 78s. Well, Tiny Tim has his charm, but, you know. Yeah. Well, he was a strange person. I kind of made a mockery of him, but... He called me up once in the 90s. No oh, way. Yeah? In France. He said, I just heard your band, the Cheap Suit Serenaders, are great. I want you to accompany me. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. Sorry, Tiny, we haven't played some together since 1978. <laughs> <laughs> Were you nice to him? How old was he then? I don't know. He had to be fucking old, right? Tiny Tim? Yeah. I guess he was, yeah. Because, I mean, he was on, like, Johnny Carson in the late 60s, early 70s, yeah, wasn't he? that's right. Yeah, he was old. He, he, when I told him that we weren't together anymore, he just didn't hear me. He said, oh, yeah, I want to get you guys, so, you know, give me a call when you're in New York. And then, <laughs> wow. But, but, but... Oh, yeah, it'll be great. Come on. He's supposed to be a really nice guy. It would have been pretty great. That would be awesome if you had recordings of it. <laughs> I saw him live one time. I was in Florida with Laylene visiting her mother. Yeah. We saw that Tiny Tim was playing at some club nearby, so I went over there. And he had this audience just full of adoring old ladies. Yeah, they yeah, loved her. Uh, totally. And he was wearing a leisure suit that was all patterned with old sheet music. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. That's incredible. And they crowded around him at the end and just like adoring him. And did he do a lot of like good pop tunes? Other oh, yeah, than like, great. Yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. And that no, falsetto thing was just like well, the Tiptoe to the Tulips right. was like the shtick. But he thing. actually, yeah. he played and sang really mostly well. Mostly sang in baritone. Yeah. Huh. Deep baritone voice mostly, yeah. I like that he got so famous just because he was so weird. He was a good ukulele player. Yeah, he was. He was but, also really good at the sex according to, what's her name? Pamela DeBarnes. <laughs> I'm with the band girl. Really? She slept with everyone, including Tiny Tim. And she was like, he was so sweet and polite, and he thanked me. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Huh. Her book is funny. Huh. I mean, you know, I guess it's true. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay, Gave her flowers see. and played her a love song on the ukulele. Pretty much. Here's the pebbles. Okay. The pebble blues. Thank you. 
minimalist style ukulele oh yeah great and that little percussion thing he did with his voice is just so great nobody knows whether those guys were black or white really huh. but they were released on the race series right no popular series oh the popular series but there's one on vocalion that might be on the race series i don't know huh. i don't have that one we got red pepper sam oh yeah you gotta play that who Eden, by with the help of Google, pointed out that this was the guy who did the voice for the Popeye in the early Seeger yeah. cartoons. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. That was funny. You're like arguing about it, and I just like looked at it. I was like, yeah. It's kind of funny that like Cliff Edwards became Jiminy Cricket, and this guy was uh, Popeye. Popeye, and they were both ukulele players. Yeah. <laughs> you know what his, what his real name was? Any idea? Caruncle Willie Billy Costello. Billy Costello. Yeah. Later, he William makes, Arnold Billy Costello. Wow, huh. he looks funny. Huh. Huh. Original voice of Papa the Sailor in animated cartoon. Huh. Died in 1971. And it actually says that he's also Red Pepper Sam. Mm -hmm. Commonly known as Red Pepper Sam, William Billy Costello. Hmm. Voice actor. Okay, this is Sand by Red Pepper Sam. <laughs> Why have you gone? 
away. You said you loved me, but if you loved me, why did you act this way? If I had ever been untrue to you, what you have done would be the thing to do. But my heart aches, dear, and it will break, dear, if you don't come back home again. It's a good a record. Yeah, it's a beautiful one. Huh? Well, I have this one. You do? Yeah. What's happening? John has everything. Yeah, I have a nice copy. Texas Gals by Al Hopkins Buckle Busters. <laughs> Love this band. Oh, they're great. Al Hopkins plays ukulele. It's a hillbilly string band with ukulele. <laughs> Thank you. 
What's that? Uke oriented. Say again. Didn't seem super uke oriented. Well, it was a, it's a string band, so there's a lot of people playing. But I actually thought he got real close to the mic with the uke there, so you could really hear him. Fancy strumming there. Yeah. But yeah, they're just like a hillbilly band that just strums away. But, you know, great. Here's so we're going to do one more and, and close the show with this. Thanks for doing it. You're welcome. <laughs> been fun. But now the fun's all over. <laughs> yeah. Let's have fun again and sometime. That's the name of this tune that we're going to hear by Williamson Brothers and Curry. That's such a great band. This is even more hillbilly than Al Hopkins, actually. Yeah, this is more shit from the woods. <laughs> Every song should end that way. Rough. And as for the audience, so long for a while. <laughs>
We love That's you. That's all the songs for a while. We love you. We love you, audience. Thanks for tuning in to John's Old Time Radio Show. Ooh, that was nice. Please join us next time, where John will chastise you, call you stupid, and say fuck off. Thank you and good night. Well, that was I'm, great. I'm great. I'm going to use that in every Fun. show. Every show is going to end That's with that from now on. That's a career she could have had.